0: "'Arthur placed the point over the heart, "'and as I looked I could see its dint in the white flesh. "'Then he struck with all his might. "'The thing in the coffin writhed, "'and a hideous blood curling screech came from the open red lips. "'The body shook and quivered and twisted in wild contortions. "'The sharp teeth champed together till the lips were cut, and the mouth was smeared with a crimson foam, but Arthur never faltered. He looked like a figure of Thor as his untrembling arm rose and fell, driving deeper and deeper the mercy-bearing stake whilst the blood from the pierced heart welled and spurted up around it. His face was set, and high duty seemed to shine through it. The sight of it gave us courage so that our voices seemed to ring through the little vault, and then the writhing and quivering of the body became less, and the teeth seemed champ, and the face to quiver. Finally, it lay still. The terrible task was over. The hammer fell from Arthur's hand. He reeled, and would have fallen had we not caught him. The great drops of sweat sprang from his forehead, and his breath came in broken gasps. It had indeed been an awful strain on him, and had he not been forced to his task by more than human considerations, he could never have gone through with it. For a few minutes we were so taken up with him that we did not look toward the coffin. When we did, however, a murmur of startled surprise ran from one to the other of us. We gazed so eagerly that Arthur rose, for he had been seated on the ground, and came and looked too, and then a glad, strange light broke over his face and dispelled altogether the gloom of horror that lay upon it. There, in the coffin, lay no longer the foul thing that we had so dreaded and grown to hate that the work of her destruction was yield as a privilege, the one best entitled to it, but Lucy, as we had seen her in life with her face of unequaled sweetness and purity.